Welcome to SEC Unfiltered, home of the best SEC content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code SECU to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Prize Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry guys. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sports entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports. Pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of, they have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews as well. Guys, so many fans and listeners of SEC Unfiltered have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. Well, so again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code SECU to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from SEC Unfiltered sent you. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yesterday, we taught best offensive coordinators in the SEC. Today, we're switching sides of the football. My SEC defensive coordinator power rankings. Entering the 2024 college football season, guys. With that being said, we start at number 16. 
Steve Gregory of the Vanderbilt Commodores at the bottom of this list. This is actually a new addition to Clark Lee's coaching staff. He will serve as the senior consultant and associate defensive coordinator, assisting head coach Clark Lee in off-field areas as the head coach assumes defensive coordinator responsibility. So, again, one of the reasons Steve Gregory down here at the bottom, very similar to the OCs, guys, is that the DC is the head coach in Clark Lee. And we've already done head coach ranking, so Steve Gregory, your place down here sort of by default. Um, you look at this guy's experience, though, spent some time with the Miami Dolphins, was with the Syracuse Orange. But again, guys, the biggest reason Steve Gregory down here at 16 is he ain't the one calling the defense, right? It's Clark Lee, and Clark Lee hired Steve Gregory more so as someone to alleviate the day-to-day -day responsibility. So by default, number 16, Vanderbilt's Steve Gregory. At number 15, Arkansas's Travis Williams. It's been a mixed bag for Arkansas, guys, on the defensive side of the football. A football team that under Sam Pittman been very good in the trenches most of the time, except this past year, of course. Um, I just need to see more from Travis Williams. I'm, I'm just not a big believer in what they're doing defensively. Some question marks on the defensive side. I mean, I, I think there were some bright spots, no doubt, but Travis Williams, for me, you know, still very young in his career, still very young in his tenure, the Auburn product, the Auburn alum, by the way. But, uh, I mean, it, these rankings could shift a lot, and Travis Williams is one, Sam Pittman, desperately needs to work out, um, you know, because you look at the coordinator changes, right? Last year was hired by Sam Pittman. He's still very early on in his tenure in Fayetteville, but Dan Enos did not work. You can't miss on both coordinators that you hired. So I, I think after the first year in Fayetteville, I would imagine Hog fans look at Travis Williams as, He's all right. You know, the defense was okay. At times, they were abysmal. At times, they were all right. But, I mean, in a 4-8 and eight season, what really went well? So, Travis Williams of Arkansas at number 15. At number 14, I've got South Carolina's Clayton White. Listen, I, I, I thought Clayton White in his first two years in Columbia, the defense was solid. But if you really look deeper into the numbers, guys, the secondary's been fantastic. The rushing defense has been abysmal. And this is a defense under Clayton White that has made a living off of forcing turnovers, right? And so the big question every year for them has been, okay, if the turnovers aren't coming, can you still be effective as a defense? And I feel like year three is really where things – I think Clayton White was exposed. I, I really do. I think Clayton White was a bit exposed – this was a coaching staff change in Columbia that most Gamecock fans wanted that did not happen. Most assumed Clayton White would be on his way out. And again, even the first two seasons, did South Carolina's defense at times find ways to win them football games? Sure, here and there, but the numbers weren't that great, guys. You go look at the numbers, they weren't that great. South Carolina was was near the bottom of the league and stopping the run, right, the points per game. I mean, it, it, you know, near the top in turnovers and takeaways, but a lot of the other statistics, very lackluster. And then again, it all came to a head this past season where South Carolina, ironically enough, was much, much better stopping the run, but could not stop the pass to save their lives. That was never more on display than what we saw in that Florida game midway through the season where Graham Mertz looked like a Heisman trophy winner. So Clayton White of South Carolina down here at the bottom. I think he's got a lot to prove, a lot to prove in year four of his tenure at South Carolina. 
there will be no excuse for the Gamecocks defense to not take a major step forward in 2024. At number 13, I've got Zach Alley of Oklahoma. Guys, you look at Alley's track record, uh, been really good everywhere he's been. This is another situation, though, guys, to where Zach Alley is just assisting Brent Venables, right? That, that, that's the situation we're in. Zach Alley is assisting Brent Venables. And that doesn't take away from his defensive prowess and, and what he's able to do on the defensive side of the football and, you know, his coaching stature. But it's Brent Venable's defense, right? Make no mistake. So, Zach Alley of Oklahoma, I thought the defense was much, much improved this past year. Year one, obviously, of Venables, it was historically bad, really. They were much better in year two. I think that trend will continue as we move forward. Oklahoma on the defensive side of the football, I think they'll continue to improve. Zach Alley, Oklahoma, number 13. At number 12, one of the newest defensive coordinators in the SEC. I've got Corey Batoon of Missouri. Now, with these guys coming from places like South Alabama or these group of five schools, guys, all the success in the world that you had at your group of five school, that's great, man. That's awesome. But this is the SEC, and, and there's something to prove, right? There's just something to prove. And I'm not convinced... As good as Corey Batoon may be, I'm not convinced that he's going to be as good as the guy before him. More on that later in the show, right? I think Corey Batoon was a solid hire. I don't know that it was a home run hire necessarily. Corey Batoon's a guy that to the common fan, you're like, who in the world is that? Many of you are, unless you're a Missouri fan, many of you are probably like, who in the world is Corey Batoon? Again, comes from G5, had a lot of success at G5. Can he do it at the SEC level? That's the big question. At number 11, I've got Coleman Hutzler of Mississippi State. Hutzler, a veteran in the game, man. A veteran in the game. This dude has bounced around from Alabama, South Carolina. I think he was on Ole Miss's staff at one point. Either way, he's been all over the place. I think Florida staff, maybe. This dude is like a free agent in baseball that just plays for seven or eight different teams. He's all around the country. He's all around the MLB. That's kind of what Coleman Hutzler has done. But happy to see Hutzler getting his shot on Jeff Levy's staff. Again, the experience is great, guys. He's worked under Nick Saban. The big question is he's never been the one in control, but I love the upside of Coleman Hutzler. I love what the future presents for him. I'm really, really, really excited. Really excited to see what Coleman Hutzler is able to do in Starkville. At number 10, I got Austin Armstrong of the Florida Gators. I would have predicted Armstrong would be much, much higher up this list. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. But as the season wore on, I was really, really surprised to see how leaky that Florida Gators defense was, right? At their best, they're one of the best defenses in the SEC, right? Had speed all over the field, had size. But there were times they got bullied. Just flat out got bullied and it didn't make sense. I think Austin Armstrong is one of the 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 young stars in this league when it comes to defensive coordinators. I think Austin Armstrong is going to become a household name. He's just not there yet, right? And because of that inexperience, I put him at number 10. At number nine, I've got Jay Bateman of Texas A&M, part of Mike Elko's first staff in College Station. Jay Bateman, a very veteran, experienced defensive coordinator, has led some top-notch defenses. I think he brings that wealth of experience to College Station. I think he will have success early on. He's got a lot of great pieces to work with, too. Even with everything A&M lost, they've still got tons of talent. So I like the hiring of Jay Bateman. Curious to see what he's going to do at Texas A&M. But I think a very solid hire guy, again, who knows ball, been around college football for a very, very long time. At number eight, I've got Brad White of the Kentucky Wildcats. Uh, you know, it, it, isn't it interesting, by the way, as we do these coordinator rankings, you can find praise and complaints about every single one of these guys. Because when it comes to head coaches, certainly there's still complaints, but there's a lot of the fan base of each respective fan base that holds the head coach in such high regard. They're not going to say an ill word about the guy, right? But when it comes to coordinators, Dude, everybody hates their offensive coordinator. Everybody hates their defensive coordinator, at times at least. Brad White is one of those. Brad White is one of those where I look, and Brad White has done some good things at Kentucky, right? That's been a strength for the Kentucky Wildcats. You can always expect when you play Kentucky, it's going to be a really tough, really physical game. I thought what they did late in the season outside of the bowl game, which was really, really tough. You know, I thought Kentucky was solid defensively. I don't think they were great, but I thought they were solid, led by a really good front seven. Um, and that's how I look at Brad White as well. Solid defensive coordinator. I don't know if he's one of the elites necessarily. And you know that Mark Stoops has a large say in what they do defensively. But I like Brad White. I mean, I think he's a solid DC. I don't think he's great. I don't think he's average. I think he's somewhere in the middle. Number eight where I've got him. And number seven. And this feels too low, but I think it screams to the quality of defensive coordinators that are in the SEC. I've got Tim Banks of Tennessee. And another reason why, before Vol fans freak out, another reason why I've got him at seven. Guys, there were Tennessee fans ready to fire Tim Banks in 2022. Okay? So it's hard for me to say the guy is a top three or four D.C. when – Part of the fan base wants him gone. Either way, though, I, I love what Tim Banks has done with Tennessee's defense. When we think of Tennessee right now, guys, we think of Josh Heupel. We think of offense. We think of the passing game. But that Tennessee front seven, that Tennessee front seven was one of the scariest units in the SEC this past season. I think they're only going to continue to get better. I love the way they're recruiting on the defensive side of the football again. Tim Banks a veteran guy. I, I think he's done really, really good work in Knoxville. Big year upcoming for him, but I, I think Tennessee is in really, really good hands on the defensive side of the football with Tim Banks. At number six, I've got Kane Womack of Alabama. Yes, Alabama's defensive coordinator, Kalen DeBoer's first D.C., and I'm sure he hopes his only D.C. in Tuscaloosa makes the top six. 
Guys, Kane Womack, you talk to folks all across college football. And this is a guy, simply put, nose ball, man. Was the head coach at South Alabama. You look at his you look at his defenses everywhere he's been, and he's been successful, right? The big question is this. Coming from South Alabama, I mean, it's a whole new experience, right? And think about this. He went from being a head coach at a G5 to a D.C. at Alabama. That's how big that job is. You're going to have a plethora of talent, right? I mean, it's going to be an embarrassment of riches on the defensive side of the football. Unfortunately, though, you do lose, lose some key pieces. But I'm putting Kane Womack in this spot because he is a knower of ball. Flat out bottom line. He knows ball. This guy has coached at a high level everywhere he's been. The defenses has been stellar. And again, you talk to folks, guys, in the industry that know college football, Kane Womack is one of the best in the business. Again, I don't have him at number two or number one, but Kane Womack is a top six, top third of the conference. Defensive coordinator, number six, Kane Womack of Alabama, and I think was a really, really good hire for the Crimson Tide. Speaking of really good hires, speaking of new DCs, at number five, he was just hired late last night. I got DJ Durkin of Auburn, man. Again, for everything people are going to push back on and talk about his off-field stuff, for everything folks are going to push back on that, listen, is it a risky hire or his moral? You know, I, I don't know, guys. Is it a risky hire? Maybe. Sure. Make all the jokes. Mock the guy. Question what happened in Maryland. That's totally fine. But we're here talking about football. And from the football sense, DJ Durkin, one of the best defensive minds, in my opinion, in college football. So DJ Durkin of Auburn, automatically a top five DC in the league. At number four, guys, if we were going just purely off of recruiting into the portal, this guy would be number one. But at number four, I got Pete Golding of Ole Miss. Oh, I think another shark emoji just got posted by Pete Golding. No, in all seriousness, guys, Pete Golding, what he's done with that old Miss defense, right? Had his stint at Alabama, had some things happen, I think, off the field. I, I don't know, whatever. Had his stint at Bama. Pete Golding takes over at Ole Miss. Immediately, you saw that old Miss defense. They were they were better simply because the X's and O's got better. We always talk, guys, it's Jimmy's and Joe's, not X's and O's. But sometimes, sometimes turning the knobs, the right adjustments on the X's and O's, can make a big difference. I heard Cole Kublick talk about this, that he felt like, and this was way back last summer, he felt like Ole Miss was going to be better defensively purely from an alignment standpoint. You talk about how important the X's and O's are. Purely from an alignment standpoint, they were going to be better. And the Ole Miss defense, they weren't perfect, right? They weren't perfect. They had to beat LSU in a shootout. They, you know, there were times it was leaky for sure, but... I thought you saw the defense make major strides. And then you look off the field at what DJ Durkin is doing in recruiting, right? They went out, they got more physical, they got size, they got speed, they got some elite playmakers. It's going to be a lot of fun to see what Pete Golding does with that defense in 2024 and beyond. Guys, at number three, I've got Pete Kowatsky, which I may be butchering the last name. If so, I do apologize. But Pete Kowatsky from Texas, the Texas Longhorns, guys, they've become one of the most feared defenses in all of college football. Really excited to see what they do transitioning, of course, to the SEC. But uh, Pete Kowatsky's done a great job. Again, Texas, you look at them, they're going to have to replace their D-line coach. That's a big one, right? Will the defensive line still be as elite as they were? 
But that defense for Texas, again, we all think about Quinn Ewers and Xavier Worthy and Jordan Winnington and what they were this past year. But the Texas defense, I thought, was very underrated, did not get the respect they deserved because the offense was so good, and that's what we love to talk about. And, of course, Steve Sarkeesian steals the show. So Pete Kowatsky at Texas, number three. At number two, and this was one of the biggest coordinator hirings of the offseason. Blake Baker at LSU, former Missouri Tigers defensive coordinator. Guys, I put Blake Baker so high because you look at what he did at Missouri, right, with the talent they have at Missouri. And I'm not knocking the talent, but it ain't the talent LSU's got, right? You look at what Blake Baker has done in his career. Guys, LSU's defense, I'm telling you right now, they're going to be night and day different from 2023 to 2024. You saw what he did with Mizzou's talent. LSU has got talent coming out the wazoo on the defensive side of the football, right? I've been so thoroughly impressed with what Blake Baker has done. He's kind of more of the, the young blood, if you will. I mean, been in the game for a little bit, but one of the younger, you feel like, defensive coordinators. There's a reason Blake Baker is making the money he's making. There's a reason Blake Baker, I think, became the highest paid coordinator in college football. It's because he's one of the best in college football to do it. Number two in the SEC, in my opinion, Blake Baker of LSU. And at number one, this one's really easy. And I know there's a bunch of co-DCs in Athens, but Glenn Schumann of Georgia, the best defensive coordinator in the SEC. I, I, I just, when you look at what Georgia's done on the defensive side of the football, and I, I know they've got so much more talent, it feels like, than everybody else, but somebody's got to recruit that talent, guys. And I know there's assistant defensive coordinators, right? Will Muschamp inputs his opinion. Now Travars Robinson inputs his. But Glenn Schumann, and then Kirby Smart, right? Glenn Schumann, of course, is running Kirby Smart's defense, who ironically enough is running Nick Saban's defense. But what Glenn Schumann and Georgia have done on the defensive side, guys, they're not just putting out elite defenses. They're putting out, like, all-time defenses, right? They're putting out defenses that rival some of the best defenses in college football history. Like, that's how good the defenses are. So, Glenn Schumann, for my money's worth, the best defensive coordinator in the SEC. How would you rank the defensive coordinators of the best conference in college football going into the 2024 football season? When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.